You are listening to Episode 6 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach and Catholic Mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Hello there, Faith-Filled Mamas. How are you? Is everyone settling into the new school year in whatever form that looks like for you and your family? I hope so. And my prayers are with you for finding the good in it all, despite the challenges it may bring. My kids are physically back in their schools, so that part is the same as usual. However, for me, it looks a little different in that my 16-year-old twin girls are now driving themselves to school and dropping off my son, too. What? I mean, how is that possible? I knew that when they were six, I said things like, before you know it, they'll be 16. Well, here we are, where time has flown, and now I'm thinking about how they won't be at home much longer and how I wish I had more time. Just thinking I want time to pass a little more slowly, that's all. Can you at all relate to these thoughts of slowing down time? But on the other hand, not having to be the one rushing them out of the house and driving them to school myself has its advantages too. In fact, I believe it's adding more time and openness to my morning routine. And couldn't we all use more time, busy moms? Well, lucky for you, today's episode is going to talk all about this very subject of time. And in particular, what I hear about consistently in my coaching practice and admittingly how I used to think about time myself, which is, there is never enough time. I don't have enough of it. There is too much to do. And again, not enough time. But what if you were wrong? What if you could always feel as if you had enough time for everything? That there was plenty of it, and you got to enjoy all the things you chose to do with your time? Sounds good, right? Well, we all know our busy mom life is full and we consume a ton of time with our responsibilities in caring for our families and our home and our jobs. But with diving deep through coaching and unraveling my beliefs around time, I have been able to discern what is really truth and what is my own obstacles that I create upon myself. This is what I have learned to manage my mind around and what I want to teach you as well. Taking the time to know how to manage your mind around time is one of the most clarifying steps you can take to bring peace to your life. This enables you to take a look on what matters the most to you. What will have you showing up as your best self and making any question of what to do next crystal clear for you. You'll have access to create your dream future and know it in a certain focused, relaxed way. This isn't easy, of course, in our crazy, hectic, busy lives. And because Satan loves to keep us in a place of busy where we can never have a moment's peace to figure these things out. 
But when you start living the power within you to manage your time instead of allowing time managing you, you'll no longer be at the disposal of outside forces, but you'll manage your time and life in a purposeful and joyous way. You will do things with more ease and feel more peace of mind about it all. So let me ask you, are you tired of always feeling behind? Do you tell yourself you will get to it later after you finish this, that, and the other thing? Do you forget things like a relative's birthday or miss an appointment? Or maybe you didn't miss it, but you had to rush there and perhaps run a yellow light or two? How about making the time to pray daily, go on a date with your husband, or spend individual time with each of your children? Are these things even what your heart tells you you want to do or should do, but you are believing you would if only you had more time? If your mind is feeling resistant right now as I say these things, like, oh, all those things would be great, but you don't understand my life. You don't understand what my job requires of me, or even this is just how it has always been for me and probably always will be. Then stick with me a moment because you are exactly who I am talking to in today's episode. Let's get a better relationship with time. I too used to always feel behind and exhausted at the end of the day, only to have my mind filled with all there was to get done for the next day. But now I have peace about it all. I take ownership that no one makes me do anything that I have power to add or subtract from my to-do list, that how I think about my schedule and my time constraints about my business or family life is 100% completely up to me to what I want to believe, how I want to feel about it, about it all, and most importantly, what I'm going to do or not do with my time. And this, my dear mamas, is such good news. To demonstrate in one simple way, let me point out that each and every one of us has been given the same 24 hours in a day, regardless of how much money we have or what we look like or how much education we've had. And yet, how is it that one person can produce and achieve so much in a day and others might do nothing? Isn't this interesting to ponder? But no need to ponder long because I have the answer. The difference is simply how one chooses to manage their own mind and thinking around their own 24 hours. So let's talk about what managing your mind around time even means. First, let's define what it is, then talk about ways we can have more of it, and lastly, how we can be more deliberate and live consciously around the time we have left to enjoy in the midst of our busy human lives. So what does managing your mind around time even mean? Time is defined as the indefinite continued progress of existence and events in the past, present, and future regarded as a whole. And I would suffice to add that time is the most valuable asset we have. More than money. Because when we lose it, we are able to get more of it. But time, on the other hand, is the one thing we literally can't get more of. 
And the crazy thing to think about is that time is only a mental construct. It's what one person or a group of people, I don't know where or when, said, oh, let's make 60 seconds be a minute and 60 minutes an hour. And then seven of these 24 hours will be called a week. It is the way we manage ourselves, that is, manage our minds within that earthly construct that is the importance of what I am trying to explore with you today. Managing in the sense that you get to choose, direct, guide, and assign meaning to any and all of the thoughts you think about your time, your schedule, what's happening in your day, whether it's enough or not enough, how you are spending each moment, what you feel about what you are doing, what you are feeling when you think about time, all of it. Self-management is taking responsibility for your choices and not placing blame to anything happening outside of you. Most of us would agree that time is something we all want more of. We want more time in our days, in our years, and in our lives. I want you to know that you have much more control over utilizing your time than you have ever let yourself to believe. Time doesn't change by the way you think about it. It will change your experience of time. So next, let's take a look at some ways we can take control of our thoughts around our time so we can have more of it. And the best way to demonstrate this is to you through, through a podcast, since I don't have access to your brain at the moment, is to look at some collective beliefs that seem to be themes that run through the minds of moms like you and me. Our unmanaged mind that runs on default will think thoughts that begin with the words, I have to, I have to do this, I have to get this done. I have so much to do versus taking a look at what you are doing with your time from the point of view of I want to do this or I choose to, or we could even stretch it farther to say, I get to do this. It is such a subtle shift. I mean, you say you have to cook dinner for everyone, but do you really? Is that absolutely true? What if you didn't? What do you make it mean about yourself that you are a mom that doesn't make dinner? They could just have cereal, you know. But when you get down to it, your truth is most likely that you choose to make your family dinner or you actually want to because of how you feel when you think I am a mom who wants to make nourishing dinners for my family. I mean, you actually have food in your house to give to your children, and you get to feed them every day. That is a worthy use of your time if you believe you want to feed them or you choose to use your time to feed them. Then there's a lighter feeling to be had instead of you believing you have to do it, which is way more heavy and defeating. The next thoughts to look at to better manage your mind around time is the everything is important versus just a few things matter. So everything is important versus just a few things matter. 
If you would do the exercise of writing down all the things you are currently doing, like a time journal of sorts, where you literally wrote down all the things you spend your time on, similar to a food journal where the point is to get clear on what you're actually putting in your mouth, you could better see and evaluate if you truly are doing all the things that really matter to you. Does a regular exercise routine matter to you? Does having alone time with your husband matter to you? Does seeing friends for coffee matter to you? Connecting with Christ in some way during the day matter to you? What you are actually doing versus doing only what matters to you, would they match up? But Danielle, you'd say, really, everything I do in a day really is important, all of it. And I would just ask again, is that true? Are they more important than you getting rest, putting prayer time into practice, showing up as an attentive, relaxed mom instead of frazzled and running around doing a million things? Is it important to have made beds? Maybe. Is it important to exercise every day instead of five days a week? Maybe. The beauty is that no one else but you gets to decide what's important. What matters to you? What's serving to your life? I am just suggesting that if you want to have a better relationship with yourself, your time, and be able to show up as the mom you want to, the way to get there is to stop doing everything and evaluate what matters most to you. You can open yourself up to having more time by prioritizing what matters most and by gaining control over how you choose to spend your precious time. Okay, the third way and final example of thinking that I'll explore in this episode is believing I can do it all versus what are the trade-offs? This one hits really close to home because I am a recovering perfectionist where I truly believed, not only did I believe I could do it all, but I was the one who could do it all right. I tied my worth to the success of every project I took on and always said yes to doing everything I was asked, which led me to burnout, exhaustion, and constant disappointment when I felt things weren't done good enough or right. So when you are thinking that you can do it all, there are trade-offs because you are saying yes to all these things, but that also means you have to say no to something else. So an example. When you stay up late to work on a spreadsheet for your boss, you say yes to your job, but decide no to going to bed early or having quiet time with your husband. When you decide to do five loads of laundry in a day, you may be saying no to having time to relax to read a book. When you say yes to watching five episodes in a row of a Netflix show, you may be saying no to going for a walk outside. Now, I am not judging or shaming, so I don't want you to look at my examples as if anything has gone wrong. All of it are all worthy options for your time if you deem them as serving for you. I simply want to point out that doing it all has trade-offs. In fact, doing any one thing is a trade-off because when you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. 
And I just want you to be aware of this and take a deliberate look at your time and schedule and activities and like your reasons why you are choosing them. I've learned that delegation is a beautiful thing. Sometimes I delegate after dinner cleanup to the kids so Mark, my husband, and I can go for a walk. We've delegated grocery shopping to a delivery service at times so we can both work uninterrupted during the week. And I've learned that I honestly say no to taking on those things that are not priorities for me right now so I can feel good about filling my time on purpose with things I have deemed purposeful. I have so much more to say on the subject of managing your mind around time that I will dive into on later episodes. But for now, I'd love for you to just have a little more peace around how you are spending your time by going inward a bit this week to see where you might be wrong about not having enough of it. You can do this by catching what you say about time. Do you find yourself talking about being too busy, not having enough time, or believing you are wasting it? Do you use your time for the priorities of your life? And if not, why? What are you saying yes to that is having you say no to something else? What are your current thoughts about your time? I ask this because our thoughts determine our time. This is what managing your mind around time is. Actions take time, but actions also create time. There are things we do that cost time, and there are things we do that make time. And the best way to make time is to use your time to create the life you want. And that, my friends, I hope is perfect timing for you to learn. I actually love to work with clients on this subject, and if you are challenged right now with your schedule and managing your mind around time, don't forget the power that can be found in just one life coaching session. I offer a free consult for you to try life coaching, and I aim to give you tons of personal value in that one free call. Visit my calendar page at danielletienel.com to sign up. Have a beautiful week, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to daniellettienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.